With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome to another edition of the Go Nose Podcast. I am your host, Gregory McCoy. This podcast is by a fan for fans. I am not a journalist. I am not a reporter. I am not an insider. I do not work for a website. The majority of my content comes from me and my opinion. Other information comes from the internet. Today is October 28th, 2020. I got about five different segments here for this episode. I hope you enjoy it. Uh, apologize for the uh, the lateness of this episode. I had some technical difficulties recording. Got those worked out. And I know of some people that listen like as soon as the episode comes out. I appreciate that. It means a lot. And uh, I'm going to continue doing that. Um, so let's go ahead and uh, get into it. Uh, defensive coordinator Andy Fuller. I'm not impressed. And I think the majority of the fan base feels the same way. Um, he's not. He hasn't done a good job. Um, and our four losses, we've probably given up 2,500 yards of offense, maybe a little less, but it's not good. Um, all were blowouts, Notre Dame, Miami, um, Louisville, or except for the Georgia Tech loss, excuse me. And Georgia Tech could have put up more yards and points. They just had a true freshman at quarterback that made freshman mistakes. So the opportunities were there. Um, you're on a bye week. You have two weeks to prepare for Pittsburgh. I'm not, you know, I'm not accepting any excuses about I didn't have the team ready to play and all that nonsense. Okay, you accepted the job, Norvell, you accepted the job, Fuller, you guys are professionals, there's, there's, there's no excuses, um, but just, just the lack of adjustments in game for Fuller is just terrible, As it, you should be embarrassed when you let a team, I don't care how good they are, score on five straight possessions, I mean, it, you, you, if if nothing else, just blitz. Do anything you can to just get them off the field. So, and a lot of it, the majority of it is on the players because they're playing the game. But the 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 scheme that they're trying to run is something that you're trying to teach them. So it's either they're not running it correctly or you're not teaching it correctly. Or maybe it's a combination of both. But at any rate, the defense must improve. Period. Um, so let me know what you think about that segment. Next segment, will Norvell get enough time? 
I hope they I hope they give him enough time. I think anytime you hire a coach, you should give him f- four years. I mean, the only people that I think that could come in and turn this thing around in year one are Urban Meyer and Nick Saban. That's it, because they're going to commend respect. They're going to, you, you know, when you got rings, you commend respect. Norvell doesn't have any rings. Willie Taggart doesn't have any rings. Jimbo had one ring, so he got a little bit of respect from these guys. But players respect rings. And, uh, you know, maybe Dabo uh, Sweeney could come in and get turn this thing around in year one. I don't want to disrespect him. He's a good coach. Um, But if anybody was thinking that Norvell was going to come in here and go 11-0, come on. I was saying at best eight and three, seven and four, but now your best case is six and five. That's your best case right now, cause Clemson is gonna score a hundred before halftime, and that's just a fact. If you don't believe, if you don't believe that, you're living in fantasy world. They will score a hundred in two quarters, and it's just you know Clemson is the best program in the nation right now. Give them their respect. Um. But like I've been saying, we're going to suck this year. We're going to suck next year. Maybe in 2022, we can go seven and five, eight and four, maybe. And as Norvell continues to get the bad apples out of this program and uh, get his guys in, it will improve. But Florida State has to be patient or the boosters need to start putting money into the program. And we all know what that means. And then you can get better talent. But until that happens, this is Florida State right now. And that's just that's just the way it is. Um, so let me know what you think about that segment. Uh, during the bye week, get Chubba ready. Um... Jordan Travis has did a pretty good job, but he's he's a he's limited as a passer. And I think you've probably peaked with him as your quarterback. Now, the the little bit that we saw of Chubba Pur- uh, Purdy, he went 0 for 9, but he looked more lively as a passer. He has out of all the quarterbacks, he has the best combination of mobility and uh throwing. Okay. If if Jordan Tra- if if James Blackman has the best arm, Jordan Travis is the most athletic. Chubba Purdy is the best combination of the two. And I think you know, I wouldn't say start him over Jordan Travis, but I would definitely split the reps. And if if Jordan Travis hits a you know, a slump, I would definitely send Chubba in for relief. And that's just if you're trying to win games. Um, that's it. I think I've seen enough of him to say, okay, he deserves to split first-team reps with 
Jordan Travis. Jordan Travis hasn't done anything enough to me from a throwing standpoint to say, okay, he's just a starter outright. And I blame that somewhat on Norvell because he's not giving him, you know, easy throws to make. Screens, bubble screens, smoke screens, uh, stuff, dump offs to uh, McDonald. Okay. And, let you know, um, in this, I'm going right into the next segment, which is entitled Need Creative Plays on Offense. And listen, your three best playmakers right now until Tamori and Terry gets back is Keyshawn Helton, Cam McDonald, and Lawrence Tuafili. Okay, and Jordan Travis. Those are your playmakers on offense. LaDamian Webb is is a solid player, but he's not he Tuafili is a more explosive running back. Corbin is solid, but Tua Philly is more explosive than him. So I, if it was me, Tua Philly would have been the starter four games ago. Really after the Georgia Tech game. And then I would just sprinkle in Webb and Corbin. Um, There's just no creativity on offense. And you got some talent. You got talent on offense. But you're not using it right. Uh, Cam McDonald can stretch the field, but you're not using him that way. And like I said, I give him props. He's improved tremendously as a blocker. Okay, he's an NFL tight end. There's no doubt about it. He's going to be a very good NFL tight end, man. I can't wait to follow his pro career. Um, to a Philly, like I said, he if they would play him. I, there's no doubt in my mind that he could be, he's going to be an all-time great at Florida State. And I don't mean to put that kind of pressure on the guy, but you just see the flashes. I've been watching Florida State football long enough to know when I see flashes, if if he keeps his head on straight, he, he's going to be a good one, man. Um, I would like to see... Uh, Jordan Young some more. I would like to see Ontario Wilson some more. I would like to see maybe some smoke screens to Keyshawn Helton. Or some bubble screens to uh bubble screens to Keyshawn Helton. I mean we're just um we're just we're just we're we're just not creative on offense right now. Um So hopefully Norvell, he said he's going to fix it during these two weeks. We'll see. I mean, hopefully you can fix the, the defense that can't stop the same running play, you know, through three or four games. Three games. Or really four games. So we'll see. Um, so let me know what you think about that segment. Um, last segment for this episode. Can this season be salvaged? Well, like I said, you're going to take one more loss for sure, and that's Clemson. They're going to score 100 by halftime. Okay, that might be the game that wins uh, Trevor Lawrence the Heisman. Because, I mean, (laughs) listen, no shot. No shot. And I would give them a little bit of a shot if they would have been remotely competitive in the Miami, Notre Dame, and Louisville games, but you wasn't even competitive. 
So I don't think you when Clemson comes to town, you're just going to be able to turn on a, a switch and, you know, play with the, you know, uh, conference champs and, uh, you know, playoff contenders. Um, so six and five is the best case scenario. I said that earlier in this episode. Um, respectable, decent first year if he can go that way, if it can go that way. Um, but you're 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 gonna go up against some more teams that that love to run the football. NC State. Um, we know they like to run the football. Um, but it really doesn't amount to a hill of beans if if you know if you can't get this defense to play right. It really doesn't. Um. So they got Pittsburgh. Um NC State, Clemson, Virginia, and Duke. So you you lost to Virginia last year. Um ah, it's gonna be a rough schedule, man. It's gonna be rough. I mean, it's a chance you might not win another game this season. It's a chance. So, um, we got some work to do. And, you know, if they go two and nine, you know, I just want, I'm not calling for the man's job, but y'all guys wanted to run Willie Taggart out of town out of, after five and seven. Willie's guys were more competitive than this. Willie's teams were more competitive than this. And this isn't a black white thing. I'm just, Throwing, I'm just calling balls and strikes. Willie's problem is he didn't have a mobile quarterback. His first year, well, he had he had Francois, but Francois couldn't run the read option to save his life. And um, his second year, you know, Francois gets kicked off the team, and we all know the limited mobility that. Uh, Blackman has but then you know Jordan Travis gets into the Boston College game and he's like okay where has this guy been um, limited as a thrower I thought he had a pop gun, ar- pop gun arm but he has a very strong arm on the deep passes it's the intermediate throws where he's inaccurate um <clears throat> You know, this these last five games are going to really define this team. I mean, that's the understatement of the world. So, um, we'll see, man. Um, but, you know, Norvell saying, oh, I didn't have this team ready to play. Not acceptable. You are a head coach at a Power 5 program. Um, that can never be said that you didn't have your guys ready to play I mean just say you were out coached or something outplayed out coached don't say you didn't have your guys ready to play although it looked like you didn't have your guys ready to play but you're never supposed to say that um so um again I apologize for the late uh recording 
Um, please let me know what you think about this episode. Um, thank you for listening. Uh, it's available on YouTube. It's available on all podcast platforms. Please wear a mask. Please social distance. Please be aware of your surroundings. Please do your research on flu and respiratory viruses. Please do your research on vitamins. Please vote. Please vote. And as always, go Knowles. <laughs>